You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson. Bright and early on a beautiful morning here in Australia. Shell is playing with the new iPad that we got for Faith FM so that we can get your text messages as quickly as possible and respond mm. to them right on time. Shell, uh, you're doing a great job over there with your Wisconsin baseball shirt. That's so cool, actually. Dude, kicking goals. Uh, hey, dingers. I just had a question for you that you probably know better than I do. What's I just up? heard on the news the Newcastle Knights are playing the Dolphins. Where are the Dolphins from? The Dolphins are from Queensland. They're a new I've team. I've never heard of them. They're, new, oh. they're a brand new okay, team. Okay, because I was like, the Dolphins. What are they yeah, doing? yeah, yeah. Are they like importing Dolphins from Miami or something? Nah, here? that would be crazy. Would be a crazy. Miami expansion team in Australia? <laughs> they send NFL guys out here yeah. to run like, dude. That, learn the rug? Learn the rugby? crazy. Is it, what do you call, is the short for rugby just, I'm playing the rug? Or no? No, it's footy. No, it's, it's footy. footy. Yeah. I forgot. But that's like what, how people call AFL as well. Is oh. footy. But how do you know the difference? You context. You're from Victoria. That's right. <laughs> if a Victorian says footy, because I remember I remember having this conversation with a, with a Victorian, because I am not an AFL fan, but it's it's because I've, I've never You're watched. You're from New South Wales. I've yeah. never watched a game of AFL in my life. So, I love AFL. And so I was, I was talking to a guy from Victoria, and he's like, yeah, I hate footy, but I thought he was talking about NRL. Yeah, you know, like, and how dare you? And I was like, "What? What's wrong with it?" And he's like, "Oh, it's just all over the place." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? It's all all kinds of organized." Like it's, and and he's like, "Yeah, you know." And the, and then he started listing the teams. So I'm like, "Oh, wait, you're talking about AFL?" Mm. He's like, "Yeah, yeah." Like he's like, "Oh, I think rugby's cool." Oh, and I'm so not, for them, they were like, "Oh, it's rugby." I'm more of an AFL guy. I love really? it. Yeah, have you played? Oh, you've told the story yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Being a child, a child in California, watching on my modded Xbox, watching AFL. AFL games. It's, I think Dude. it actually planted the seed for why I wanted to come to Australia. I'm not even. That's kidding. crazy. It is kind of crazy, actually. I saw that. And I was like, "Yeah, mate, I'm gonna be there someday. <laughs> I'm gonna be one of these guys flying high." Coming up on Faith FM, a brutal attack. By a blue ring octopus just takes place wow. one day after you were joking about a blue ring octopus loss. And, and secondly, AI has been used to fool voice recognition to verify your identity by Centrelink and Australian Tax Office. Ooh, that is crazy. Scary. You're listening to The Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Listen to The Breakfast Show. With Blake and Lawson. I almost lost my voice as well there, too. We're dealing with some voice losing. Some voice losing issues. Yeah. You're, you just, like, grew about 30 years. Yeah. Just, like, in about two minutes. That's right. You're like, hello, I'm Lawson. Hey. hey, hey. What's up? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> hey, that's shout how, out. That's how it goes. Usually. Shout out to some of our listeners here. Mm-hmm. We have listeners. I don't know if you knew this or not, Lawson. Mm-hmm. We actually have listeners all over Australia. Okay, and there's, enlighten me, Blake. Where are they from? Well, one place is Karamut, Victoria. Karamut. Shout, shout out, Karamut, 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 mm-hmm. Victoria, and they're listening on eighty-eight point four, actually, mm-hmm. uh, in Karamut, Australia. Oh no, sorry, eighty. Yeah, no, I think that's right. Eighty-eight point zero. That's mm-hmm. eighty-eight point zero there in Karamut, Australia. We also have in Tasmania Hadspin, Hadspin, Hadspin. Is that right? I don't, I don't know. I've never had spin Tasmania. They're an eighty-eight point zero. I love it. Uh, and I'm going to Tasmania here in a few weeks, dude. Lyle, Lyle would know because he is Tasmanian, oh. and every Tasmanian knows every place in Tasmania. <laughs> that's that's just the way it works. Look at look at Shell nodding. Shell's she she concurs. She agrees. 
Well, I don't know if he knows this place, but there's a place called Esperance in Western Australia. Oh, that's kind of a famous place, though. 87.6. I know Esperance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. It's one of my... I actually went down there, and it's beautiful when I wow. lived over there in Perth for a little mm. while. It was good times. Amazing. Yeah. I, I actually like Perth. It's a, it's probably my second favorite city in Australia. It's like Newcastle, and then we go Perth. I've, I've never been to Western Australia. Really? I've been to every what? other state. I've been Northern Territory, South Australia, Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, Tasmania. I've even been to our secret eighth state. Canberra? New Zealand. Oh. Oh, I've been to Canberra as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. New Zealand's but, part of Australia? Well, <laughs> when the Olympics are on, yes. That's... The, for real? No, 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 not oh, for okay. real. But, like, if they start doing better than us, then we claim them. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah that I have seen that. There, there's fierce rivalry between us and New Zealand, but, you know, we, we, start, to, we start to claim them. If they, there was, There's points... That I don't think they've ever beaten us in the Olympics, for the, or maybe they have, but very rarely, but over the last 20 years, I don't think they have. But there's been points, you know, towards the start of the Olympics where their medal tally's higher, and we're like, oh, yeah, that's just the... The eighth state. state of Australia, you know, doing well, and I've I definitely have seen that with Australians for mm-hmm. sure. You guys like, well, I, I feel Australian as well too. But the the whole New Zealand, it's like ah, those are people from New Zealand, and then except when they're doing really good, I'm like <laughs> our Kiwi brothers and sisters. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Same thing happened in World War One. Yeah, essentially. I was listening to a um, podcast of an Australian. On an American show, and he mm-hmm. called Adelaide the Napa Valley of Australia. But I was thinking, hmm, Newcastle's no. more. I would say, Nap- like uh, Hunter Valley is way more yeah, like Napa. Yeah, yeah the, yeah. the Hunter. Because I lived in Napa for four years. And, oh, but I've never been to Adelaide. Mm. What do you mean about like Napa Valley, California? Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So not the Napa Valley. In, yeah. in Kurenbong. In Kurenbong, the Napa... <laughs> Napa Valley. In Very California. different products... Yes. ...that come out of there. Okay? Yeah. Napa Valley, very different vineyards. Yes. The vineyards in the Napa Valley are the clotheslines with dirty nappies hanging on them. Well, actually, they've been Why cleaned. would you put dirty yeah, nappies yeah, on the They've been cleaned, line. but they were once dirtied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Good old Napa Valley. Well, hey, I've got a... Quiz clue. Give me this is, this Give is me the last day you can get in for the quiz. Get in here. Here we go. This is a Who Am I quiz. In Paul's second letter to Timothy, he tells how everyone had left him except me. Hmm. So, so this guy was tight with Paul. Everyone had left. He's writing when Paul writes to Timothy. Everyone had left except this guy. If you know who this is, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. And, of course, you will go into the draw to win our amazing... We've got these four sanctuary books. You'll get to pick two of them. We've got The Sanctuary and Salvation, The Sanctuary Pure and Simple, Christ in His Sanctuary, and The Sanctuary Service as well. And don't forget to state it or start, too. Like, if you just want to, if you just want to play for, like, the street cred... So be like, yeah, I got that right. That was me. I did that. That's cool. That's fine. Uh, but just put a little statement in there, just playing for fun, or put a little star next to it. And uh, we'll, we'll know. Yeah, we'll know. But you, you're like, I already have these books on the sanctuary. Mm. I just want people to know that I got the answer correct. <laughs> and we'll, we'll shout you out. Yeah, absolutely. We'll say, hey, this person got the answer correct. Speaking of a shout, speaking of a shout out, Deanne says, happy preparation day for the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Amazing. It, it's so true. This is Friday is like a great 
day, in my opinion, because like you've got you've made it through the week, you're mm-hmm. still alive. Uh-huh. Okay, I, each week is a little bit questionable mm-hmm. for me. Like, okay, mm-hmm. a lot of things can happen. Blue ring octopuses. We're gonna find out. About <laughs> okay, but preparation day is here, and we're preparing for relaxation. And that's Sabbath for me. I love that. Have you got some stuff to do today on the preparation day? I do. I have a lot of preparations. Yeah, I got some preparations to do. One of them being I'm I'm meeting with my friend to have a Bible study. Nice. So shout out. What a great preparation. Shout out, Caleb. We're going to meet up. So I'm going to go to his place. I'm going to have a Bible study. And then he's going to cook me lunch. That, that's that's the deal that we worked out. So I'm, I'm oh, and Caleb, he's, bro, he's straight out of China, bro. So and I, I, I told him, hey, look, it's got to be vegan. As opposed to like, hold on, I'm sorry. As opposed to like someone from China who like stopped in Singapore for a little while. And then nah, maybe this guy's straight up. Like, He's straight out of China. He's straight out of China, studying down at Avondale at my uni. And, okay. uh, and yeah, we're going to do a Bible study and then, uh, and then he's going to cook me some food. I'm like, you can make a vegan, right? He's like, yeah, bro, I got you. So yeah, I trust him. I always, it's so weird. I always forget. Um, you're vegan, and then you always remind me. <laughs> in other news uh, around the world, here on Faith FM, in positively different news, dude, there has been a run of... Tra- what, what's so funny? I'm sorry. I'm just, like, laughing at my own joke, because how do you know someone's a vegan? They'll tell you. Every day on The Breakfast Show. Yep. <laughs> okay, anyway. Amen. You're vegan? Crazy. Anyway, let's do this. Dude, wait, you can just tell? I can just tell. <laughs> I can tell because you tell me. Uh, all right, sorry, go, go, go. Okay, so there has been a run of eight amazing treasure finds around the world at the moment. Yeah, and I've I, been watching some documentary series about those as well, too. Okay. I don't know if I've seen this one. I don't know. I haven't watched any documentaries. I've just been reading news stories that have treasure been coming run. out. Over the last week, particularly around Europe, in Germany, in England, people are just, like, finding stuff, bro. And I I love stories of found treasure, not necessarily because it's like, you know, oh, I'm going to get rich, even though that's probably a benefit of finding treasure, depending on how old it is, though. that's the thing. Depending on how old it is, though, because, like, for example, if you find treasure in Britain that's over 300 years old, you, you don't see any money from it. You just have to relinquish it. Which is the would, worst. Wow. Like that, that, that. Are you kidding me? Like the feeling in my heart makes me want to go like, dang, that's I, I want to be an illegal. 300 years old. That, that's like not that long ago. Yeah. Well, I guess it's before it's America like, existed. It's like three, 400, some, something around that mark. Yeah. But all the treasure. So the earliest treasure that has been found in this list of treasure that I have here is from the 17th century. Is that 300? So the person got to keep it. Oh, whew. And they ended up selling... They found this historic golden seal ring. Cool. And it's so sick. They found it 12 inches deep on a property in England. You know, they just found... T- t- all it was was a foot down. Yeah. 12 inches. That's it. Yeah. And they're like going around with their metal detector, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then pick up this gold ring, you know. Sold, and they just sold it in auction for $12,000. So nice. this person got the hookup. But I, I think this gold ring is cool. It comes from, it's actually, it's got an inscription on it and they know who this is. It's from a guy named H.C. Humphrey, who is, he was like a, a lord at the time in England who, you know, had a- Who just threw rings around. Had, had land, had a castle, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. And, and here's his signet ring. 
Old HC, so just, this is cruising around, just threw his ring out. This is cool because it's a signet ring. Yeah. It's got his it's got his seal on it. That is cool. So that is cool. So when this is basically the early day equivalent of his passport. Oh really? Yeah, because a signet signet ring would identify who you are, give you the ability to sign documents, that kind of thing. So okay, it's like it's really really. It's cool. like you showed up to Centerlink with that and be like, "I want my payments," you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then so then we move after we move over to Germany, where a guy from the Netherlands was snooping around for treasure, and ended up finding treasure that was one thousand years old but in germany they're like that's fine you can keep it it's not a problem probably yeah yeah they actually found a bunch of coins and earrings and whatnot from the period of around 1247 whoa viking times yeah yeah that's like one of the leading theories is like oh these would have came in by trade because of vikings to germany that kind of thing and so yeah uh it's actually they found it they, they say they found some penalties with the inscription of willem the so second oh it's my like, boy so it's i know him around that time of him and then not, there was a close. another gold find in uh, in the Netherlands as well, and they found they found like gold and earrings and jewelry from eight hundred years ago. Wow! So that dude, they're just kicking 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 goals, goals. yeah, or kicking coins around. Absolutely, and and this they're like, yeah, these are definitely so the the perspective on the on the stuff in Germany was like, oh, this would have been traded by the Vikings. They actually found Viking stuff. Like yeah. Viking coins, Viking earrings. I'm a big and, Viking guy. And I'm like, that's such cool history. And it's so unfortunate that these people have to have all their stuff seized by the government. Yeah, that's uh, worse. Like, I, I, if I was a treasure hunter, I'd be like, and that's I don't know why what about. you can hunt treasure on this earth, and the authorities of this world will take it away. Ooh. Or you can search for a treasure. You can store up a treasure that in heaven that can never be taken I from love you. It. That's right. Hey, follow and find Jesus today. <laughs> You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. We're going to have another clue for the quiz, if I can find... Just to Dude, the right, I, stop, look down. I have two... I have a, a laptop and an iPad in front of me. I know. This it's, is this is too much for me. I'm I'm having sensory overload right now. This I is, could see. This is crazy. All right, we're going to have another clue for the quiz. I send greetings to the church at Colossae. Like this, the book of Colossians. Place. Yeah. Yep. So this person was tight with Paul, didn't abandon him, and they sent greetings to the church in Colossae as well. Ooh. So 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. And if you call and text that number, you will go into the draw to win our amazing sanctuary prizes at the end of the show today, 845. So Not long, people. Get in, guys. Get in while you still have a chance. 0491-064-669. I sent greetings to the church at Colossae. Hmm. Good clue. Lawson, uh, do you remember there was a day, it was called yesterday, uh-huh. and we talked about things that we were thankful for? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what <laughs> you talked about? Uh, because I do. What did I talk about? Well... I was hoping that you would remember yourself, but you talked about how thankful you were for blue ring doctors. Oh, yeah, because they're really pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're a really was... beautiful Australian animal that we shouldn't eat because they're bad for you. Yeah, but... the octopus is bad for you, not yeah. just the blue ring one. Yeah, that, yeah. So <clears throat> there is, I think both of us are losing our voice today. I don't mm. know what's going on here. Yeah. It must be 
Blue Ring Nitro. Hey, we'll come. We'll, we'll come back in on Monday, and we'll be good right to go. as rain. Yeah. Uh, so Lawson, without your knowledge, the day that you were thanking the Blue Ring octopuses or being thankful for these beautiful little creatures, there was a woman on a place called Chinaman's Beach in Mossman, which is like Sydney. basically Sydney. Yeah. She's in her thirties. She's not as thankful as you are. Uh huh. Because she picked up a shell. It was a beautiful shell. Wow. Looking at it. And then out of the shell explodes and jumps out. This is terrifying to me. That is pretty A blue ring octopus onto her stomach oh. and then stung her twice. Huh. Just like, meow, meow, meow. And it was like, I don't know, that sounded like a cat. but Yeah. <laughs> but it was crazy. Uh, the patient was experiencing some abdominal pain around the bite. Yeah, you think? So the paramedics applied pressure and a cold compress before taking her to hospital to be monitored and treated for further symptoms. Now... Mm. The blue ring octopus, as you know, because you're so thankful for it, uh, is actually all around Sydney, uh, but all around Australia, really. They're and all over the place. I've, se- I've seen them up here in Newcastle. They're, they're everywhere. Mm. Uh, but they are about the size, maybe of like a finger to the size of a fist. Uh-huh. They're not big. They're not big guys. But they will mess your day up, but mm-hmm. maybe your life up. Yeah. Because they can actually kill you. Yep. But n- not as many people have died. In the last century, as you might think. Mm. How many do you think have died? At least two. Yep, well, there's three. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good guess. Dude, that was a fantastic guess. How did you get that guess? guess? I had no You're idea. You're like, I study Blue Ring Octopus. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually... But, but this is the thing. I believe in the Blue Ring Conspiracy. <laughs> okay, what's that? That Blue Ring Octopuses actually aren't killers. Okay. But... There's a conspiracy going on to make them look bad. What about when they jump out of shells that people pick up and then attack their stomachs? That's actually, there's a, you know undercover agent off to the side Con- shooting poison at them. Okay. Thank you for that conspiracy. Theory. Yeah. That's, that's the new wild, the blue ring conspiracy. The blue ring conspiracy, here. absolutely. Okay. Uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> the breakfast show. Like I'm, I'm obviously, I, I'm obviously. Joking. Oh, you're joking. Yeah, okay, I'm just bad. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or am I? Oh. Bam, bam, bam. The blue color actually only comes on to the legs when. So like, it's like these little rings that come mm. on the legs when they're feeling threatened. Yeah. Or yeah, that's right. Hungry. Because usually, usually they're just a kind of brown, browny color. Like so yeah, I've seen one time I was out. Um, I was actually so at when they, if you just see a blue ring octopus and there's no blue rings, you're like, oh, what's up? How you? Yeah, how you doing, dude? When the blue rings come, I'll be like, hey, chill out, bro, chill out. I was out netting. I think it was yabbies or something else with my dad. So you're like wading in the water that's up to your knees with a net. I guarantee no Americans know what a yabby is. Okay, but it's like a crawdad. We call yeah. that a crawdad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're out netting yabbies for bait to go fishing, mm-hmm. and uh, shine the torch down and blue rings, blue rings, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's scary. And we're like, all right, let's get out of here. <laughs> they are really, really scary looking, mm-hmm, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Speaking of scary, well, anyway, the woman is in the nor- the Royal North she's Shore okay? Hospital. She remains in stable condition, oh, but she's in good. the hospital for sure. Mm. Uh, but speaking of scary, I got another story that's a little bit scary oh, for you as dude. well, too. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I don't know if I am, because it's actually really frightening really to me. Really super freaky. So... You know, you. I know that you love Chat GPT and AI. Oh. You're all. You're into that scene, right? Mm-hmm. Well, 
a voice identification system used by the Australian government for millions of people has a serious security flaw. Right? So the, an investigation has found that both Centrelink and the Australian Taxation Office give people the option of using what they call a voice print along with other information to verify their identity over the phone, allowing mm-hmm. them then to access all their sensitive information from their accounts. But mm-hmm. the following report suggests that an AI-generated voice trained to sound like a specific person can be used to access phone banking service overseas, all their services overseas. Guardian Australia has confirmed that the voice print system can also be mm-hmm. fooled by an AI-generated voice. Okay? That is intense. So literally all they have to do is get four minutes of audio, mm-hmm. right? And the journalist is able to generate a clone of their own voice and then is able to combine with their customer reference number to gain access to their own Centrelink <coughs> self-service account. Dude, we are done. How crazy you and, is You that? and me. And you know how easy it is for... Yeah, that's true. You know how easy it is... Yeah. There's a lot they more than so much. I just realized that. They could just plug in a whole show and we'd be done. Done for. Maybe not this show because my voice is really low because I'm losing it. But yesterday's show... Gone. Skis. Gone. And that one's been uploaded actually on faithfm.com.au. Uh, yeah, have a listen. Please a listen. don't download it and then impersonate me to the government. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> what, what do you think about all that? What do I think? Yeah, like I'm I'm honestly that's some scary stuff to me. Actually, some of my favorite content at the moment on YouTube is AI generated voice videos where it'll be like Elon Musk. It'll right? be like Elon Musk and Joe Biden and Jordan Peterson talking about like what's their favorite flavor of pie. But they're not actually It's them. not actually them. But, but it AI. sounds super legit. So, I think it's entertaining, but there are some huge problems that come with it. In fact, in the space of particularly advertising, there are people who are, like, impersonating famous figures to, like, be using this technology. And then to say, like, you know, it will be their ad and it'll sound like, oh, wow, this person's promoting this product. But it's actually it's just a scam. Hmm. I... I- I think that the only safe thing to do is to put your trust in Jesus. Amen. And to recognize that, like, we live in a world where everything can be stolen, including your identity, mm-hmm. but it can't when it's hidden in Jesus. Mm-hmm. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And that we are. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. I'm going to have another clue for the quiz. Number three. Who am I? This, this one's a bit of a giveaway. Now it's starting to get easy, guys. So really race to those phones. Here we go. I address my books to Theophilus. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're feeling it now. I know that some people, if you know, if you know the Bible, you'll know who this is. If you're maybe less Bible literate. I did not you know, know the first clue. For the first clue definitely threw the, me off. Yeah, and I didn't know the thing about the second one either. Yeah. But the third one I know. Yeah. Guy. I address my writings to Theophilus. If you know this is 0491-064-669. Bruce and Liz. You got that right. Kicking goals. Uh, oh, Janelle, sorry. Ooh. Close. Close, but actually but, super close. But no star. Well, no. actually, you do have a star. You do have but, a star. But, but no no win. Yeah. But again, we have just a few more opportunities to get in for the quiz. So, guys, you need to, you need to answer up. 491 we have with us this morning Tony Benjamin from Voice of the Martyrs. Tony, can you hear us? 
Yes, I can. Good morning. It's good to be with you. It is good to have you back. I feel like it's been way too long, uh, but we want to dive into what is going on around the world. But before, some of our listeners might not know what Voice of the Martyrs is, so could you give us maybe like a 30-second pitch to help us understand what it is that you do over there at Voice of the Martyrs? Sure. Yeah, Voice of the Martyrs has been established for more than 50 years now and was started by Pastor Richard Wurmbrandt, a Lutheran minister that was persecuted in communist Romania. And um, Richard felt that the voice of persecuted believers was not getting out into the world, and that's our Voice of the Martyrs was birthed. So we operate in 68 countries around the world. Uh, Voice of the Martyrs, Australia, which I'm responsible for, uh, not just Australia, but Oceania and Southeast Asia. We work in about 32 different countries at the moment where Christians are persecuted for their faith. So that's basically what we do. And we offer support to widows, families, families of martyrs. We um, distribute Bibles to persecuted believers. And we offer spiritual and practical support um, to them and for their needs. So that's basically what we do. Excellent. Well, thank you, Tony, for sharing that with us and for our listeners. And speaking of, you know, the assistance and the work that you guys do, what's happening around the world? Like, what's some of the latest updates uh, that are happening at Voice of the Martyrs? Well, some of the latest updates, and let me just add, too, that we are a non-denominational organization. So we work across the board with Christians. For Christians uh, all over the world. All over the world. Um, some of the hotspots at the moment are obviously the Ukraine and Russia, and we're finding that that hotspot is ever-growing. Now, communism doesn't take a rest, you know. And in spite of the war, I think the, the plight of Christians in, the, in that region is intensifying because now the Russians are more determined to put their stamp on what's going on. So we are constantly getting more and more reports, not just from the occupied Donbass area that they took over in Crimea a few years ago, but also in areas of Ukraine where they say, we don't want you Christians here, you better get out. So we are getting floods and floods of reports from churches that are being specifically targeted by the Russians. And some of the stories are quite horrific. And um, so that's a major focus at the moment. On the other hand, Xi Jinping, who's just been given a third term, things are ratcheting up in China where they're really putting the squeeze on anything that's not deemed to bow down to Xi Jinping. So, you know, Christians in China at the moment are in a very peculiar space. And um, we find that the need for resources and the support that we're giving is getting harder and harder to provide. So obviously we are being very creative in how we deal with these situations. And some of these things I unfortunately cannot discuss you know, on radio of course. or even publicly. So, yeah, there's a lot happening. But, you know, the amazing thing is God is mobilizing these Christians, not just in the affected areas, but everywhere else. And we've seen so many more people come to faith through these challenges. And as has been a pattern for many years where Christians are persecuted, the church just continues to grow and flourish. That's Amen. the amazing thing, you know, uh, you know about how God does what He does in the manner that He does it is 
in that the church just continues to flourish. And that's a great thing for us to see. There's a book I once read uh, many years ago. Uh, I think it was like in the second chapter. It was, I think it's called The Great Controversy. And like in this book, it kind of talks about the early Christian church martyrs. And that uh, the, one of the quotes that I just loved was that no matter how much the enemy cut down the Christian faith, their blood was like seed. It was like fertilizer. And the more the more people they killed, the more people became Christians because of the persecution. Uh, and, and we kind of see that uh, happening when people recognize that people are willing to die for their faith. People go, what kind of faith? is this what is what am i what is it that i'm looking at what is it that i'm seeing because the the transition from self preservation to uh eternal focus and god changing the way that we live our lives is a very powerful transformation in people's lives and for people to see Certainly in what we're doing at the moment we're seeing when we look at all of the events that are happening around with the churches and how the Western church just seems to be disintegrating. You know, what we find and we get the shared by people in persecuted countries, there's becoming a, or the line between the committed and the not so committed is becoming very, very clear, you know. And um, just recently I was sharing on some of the experiences of the early Christians that you alluded to also. And if you go through the book of Acts and you, there's so many scriptures that you can look at. And if I didn't tell you that I was reading from the book of Acts, just the examples and the occurrences, we could say that's what's happening today. That's a, that's quite alarming because exactly what happened to the early Christians is what we see happen today. So there are many theories about the coming of Christ, you know. But um, you'd have to take a step back and have a think and think, you know what? When is the time for us to get really serious about our faith, just in our own personal capacity? Right. Uh, let alone with what we're doing and how this impacts us at Voice of the Martyrs. It just intensif- intensifies our resolve to serve those that suffer for the name of Jesus, to serve them in a, in a better way and be more effective and impacting with what we're doing and playing our part in making that happen. You know, lately I've been really convicted as well on a personal level that, you know, you can't go and fill other people's cups. You can't go and fill other people's cups unless at first you go and get your cup filled by by the Lord. And so Mm -hmm. when we talk about what's happening with these martyrs, like they are spending time with Jesus. They are being followers of God's example and saying, you know, I'm going to I'm going to take time each day in prayer and study to get to know my Lord and my Savior so that when the persecution comes, and it will come, clearly we see this prophetically and we we see this currently happening in the world, they have the ability to fill other people's cups because they themselves have been filled so much. Uh, That's very true. Very, very true indeed. I want to take a step back. You were talking about Ukraine and Russia. Now, I'm a little bit ignorant on this, so I'm trying to figure this out. I thought Russia was a Christian country now, like an Orthodox Christian, right? Well, the Russian Orthodox Church has taken the side of Putin, and it's come out in the press that the Pope 
uh, the Russian Orthodox Pope was uh, actually a spy and all that sort of nonsense. But the Russian Orthodox Church has clearly taken a side and is pro-Putin. And Putin, for all of the uh, smoke and mirrors that he does, is shown allegiance to it. And that is why a few years ago, the Russian Orthodox Church and the Ukrainians had a split. Okay. So that has been that has been driving a lot of the rhetoric which is anti anything that's not pro Russian or Russian Orthodox. Okay. And that's manifested itself across places like the Ukraine and other surrounding countries uh, of Russia. So there's a clear line there. The sad reality though that even though you have those divides and it's been driven by communism under the guise of the Orthodox, the Russian Orthodox Church, let me say that. Right. Um, there's even other division between the registered Baptist and the unregistered Baptist, even in Ukraine. So it's a very difficult thing. And, and, and what's also exacerbating this is that the Ukrainians are calling for patriotism and nationalism and so on and so on. And there are many Russians, because the country is so integrated, it's causing a lot of challenges with Russian-speaking or Russians that are anti-Russia and that are pro-Russia in Ukraine. So whole families who are split between the Ukraine and Russia, the Russian family, the, the ones living in Russia, are saying, no, 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 there's no war happening in Ukraine. So powerful is the propaganda that the... Russian Orthodox Church and Putin are putting out. I so yeah no so it's it's basically from what I'm hearing is it's just it's difficult to differentiate on who's on whose side almost it seems Correct. like it's just like a, a a storm of misinformation and disinformation happening all the time which makes it really difficult I would assume for the voice of the martyrs to even know who to help. Yep, and, and, and we're finding that the true church, quote-unquote, is emerging out of all of the melee that's happening there. And we've had uh, work that we were doing in those regions, not to the level we're doing now, but now the, you know, the work's ratcheted up, obviously. But we are working with a number of churches and a number of groups that are the purest, uh, you know, for Christians that are not sort of embracing communism, and that is what's rising out of the ashes of what's happening in the Ukraine and in Russia now. So we are speaking to many Russian-speaking um, pastors and church communities that are spread not just in Russia but also in the Ukraine. And uh, we we even have a Russian printed magazine and website that we do, not us but one of our sister missions. Right. And that's been continuing for years. We have Russian literature we print. We print Russian um, books. Uh, so we've got a lot of material that's been ongoing for many, many years because the work of Voice of the Martyrs, as I said, started because of communism wow. and the persecution of communists. So, you know, the evil with communism may have abated for a little bit, but it's always been lurking and it's rising to the fore again. And remember... What's practiced in China is also communism, the same brand of communism. Well, I was just going to say, I was yeah. just going to say, transitioning back to China, we talked about both uh, 
the Ukrainian-Russian situation and China. Now, Xi Jinping, you're saying he got another term. We were just talking yep. to Lawson yesterday about how they actually changed the story in the Bible of uh, many different stories, but one of them where the woman who is caught in adultery, they've actually changed the story so that Jesus says, yes, kill her because she is an adulterer and she has to bow down to the authority of the government and obey the rules. And well, let me, it's crazy. Chi- yes, but with China, what's happened already is the the Communist Party has changed the the Bible in terms in that the forward of the Bible explains how Christian believers need to read the Bible in the context of the Communist Party. Wow. So they distorted God's word already, and they have planned for a long while to rewrite it. Now, all I do not have at this stage, with all of the rumors that have gone, gone on with this in the last two years, all I'm missing now is an actual copy of it. That's all we're waiting on. So this is the, the, the length they will go to. And we've got so many stories where Xi Jinping, uh, in one of the photographs we have in a church where you've got a picture of the cross and you've got Mao on the left of G, uh, Mao on the left. Right. Jesus on the right and Xi Jinping on the top. Wow. So these are not uncommon things that we have seen. That wow. is the length of distortion of the gospel that these people are prepared to go to. Uh, the social credits they have in China do not just extend to misbehaving. It also extends to dobbing a Christian in. You get social credits for that. If a, if a child is found to know of another child in their class that's got a Bible or practicing any form of Christianity, They've got a geolocating app that they can ping, and the police will be there within minutes to locate that child and then do an investigation on their families. Wow. This, like, this sounds like science fiction, but it's true. Well, it's I was thinking I there. just read a book called Fahrenheit 411 that sounds like what you're describing, but no, that's actually just a book about China, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, Tony... So, I, I wish we could go longer. I, can I? I just want to say we need to get you back on here again because we're running out of time today. But I, we need to know this stuff that's happening, and I just want to say thank you so much for sharing it and the work that you're doing. We need to get this out there. We certainly do, and thank you for the opportunity to share some of the work that we do on your program. Thank yeah, you. I, I will. I'll, I'll get in touch with you, and we'll have you back on here shortly. Okay. Much appreciated. You have a blessed day. You you. too. Thank you so much. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.